0: Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time. Well, we do it Monday through Friday anyway. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Jay Truitt has jumped in with us. Andrew Henderson, I have warned you not to continue your story. I'm pretty sure you're going to do it anyway. First of all, how's Jay? Good.
1: Great. Um I'm trying to adjust the temperatures below 79 degrees still, though. And i got to tell you, I'm not good at this.
0: No.
1: I'm just not. I'm afraid I'm going to go through about
2: 25
1: cords of wood this winter.
2: Uh, Do you know what, what, Jay? Jay, now that your lobbying days are over because there's going to be no money going through (laughs) Congress at all, (laughs) what I think you should do is um, I think you should move to Florida, right? Uh, Go and get some boots from an Elton John shop. And join the police. Maybe. You get 5,000 right? yeah. signing on fee.
0: Right, yeah. It, it's I 500, about, isn't it? 5,000. 5, 5, yeah, 5, I thousand. like
1: the idea of the high heeled. Uh, elton john style lace <laughs> you <Sunday> do stage, <laughs> you, no,
0: you, no, you do no you don't no
2: you do not like no, no. that no, no, he wants oh come on this is him telling us he wants to be a four-star admiral isn't it that's what he's doing he's saying he's got the face for a four-star admiral he wants to be the second female four-star admiral is that right yeah. is that right
0: I, maybe not I, Jay <laughs> I don't know where where where's all this estrogen based influence coming from him today? I don't know what's wrong <laughs> with him. I
1: Oh, weather.
2: here we go. Estrogen no. based.
1: Hey, right. listen, I do I do want to correct you about something though. There's no end to the lobbying boy. It is just beginning. <laughs> honey, oh oh, 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 oh survives.
2: <laughs> right. Well, I'm i I'm this is I'm, I'm, I'm taking an interest in this because Nancy Pelosi Is now saying that she's got to get something through this week, but the three and a half trillion is down to two trillion. But as people are saying, that two trillion will still be three and a half trillion because once they've started, they'll finish. You can't do something and do half of it. So I see where that's going, but it'll be very interesting to see if she actually gets it through. Let's see. So,
0: So, uh, well, well, just a second, Jake. I happen to have spent the weekend, or part of the weekend, with two guys that are voting on this, two congressmen. Yep. And they tell they told me Saturday that their play is just to stretch it out to not vote on it this week, and it'll never happen. This is the the week, do or die for her, and that's why she's putting the pressure on.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm with that, too, because Bannon is saying the same. So So, poor old old Jay's never going back to Puerto Rico, as far as I can see. (laughs) Maybe
1: not. Here's Um, the the interesting thing that everybody just kind of needs to think through is that, though, uh, also in this process, I mean, we love to talk about what Congress does, but there's a whole bunch of people going to start putting pressure and doing fundraisers and really starting putting hardcore pressure on people inside of DC and uh and it'll be like and of course the Devin Nunes is of the world, he's rock solid. You don't have to worry about Devin Nunes. He's always going to do the right thing. He's gonna do what his conscience tells him and forget about that. He can attend his own fundraiser and he will argue with you if you're wrong, right? That's not typical for DC. It's just not typical. There's maybe no, a dozen of those right. kind of people, right? There's probably 40,000 people actively lobbying, uh, on this, what was a three and a half trillion, which now is down to 1.75, which will probably go still back up to about 2.2, I think, trillion dollar package. And out of that 40,000, there's like three of us that are going, I don't know that we should spend this money at all, right? And so that just means that there's thirty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety seven uh, that are actively lobbying. And they're they wake up every morning and spend all day going, how can we get some of this? And if I get mm-hmm. something in it, I have to make sure that it passes then or then I don't get paid on the on the backside, some sort of a success fee. And it is what it is. Right. Um, you you. Now, well, now some no, I I, wheeling and dealing starts to occur. We we talked about this you, weeks ago, and I told y'all not to get too excited that it wasn't okay. done yet. We still had some time. It's okay, this
2: week I, 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 I'm I'm here, I'm with you, and I and, and it. You know, she's actually made noises. That's Pelosi. That it's going to go through. The only thing I would say to you is that that the dynamics are slightly different because isn't the problem with this not the people who want to reduce it? within the republican party the actual spend it's the people within the democrats that want to massively increase it they're saying that even three and a half trillion doesn't touch the sides there are people within the democrat party that want it to be seven eight nine trillion so that's the issue that they if it gets squeezed too much they'll stop it it's not the, the republicans that'll oh, stop it it's the people right. that but so I I am interested to see where this all ends. And the other thing is that there are some big news stories at the moment that the that the Democrats will be taking very, very seriously. Not least, I think um, the one that came out yesterday about the guy who has now they, they showed the video to uh, Mr. Garland uh, of this guy that seems to be the cheerleader and leader of the uh, the so-called insurrection into uh, January the 6th and it turns out it looks very very likely now that they're going to have to admit it's an FBI agent that's a huge huge story and the democrats if they pass something that the people don't want and that story comes out being true well
0: there, there's what I, uh, I don't think people are ever going to get their mind around 3.2 trillion dollars i don't i don't even know what a trillion is nobody knows or cares they talk about well we can't spit our spend our yeah. kids inherit whatever Here's the one thing that everybody can get their head around. And I got this directly from the guys that will be voting on it. There's currently 19,720 immigration, or excuse me, border patrol agents controlling illegal immigration at the southern border. 19,720. Okay, something, something around 19,000. There's 75,000 IRS agents. If this passes, IRS agents will double to 150,000 and in this bill it says that if you have income $600. of 10 nope it changed they changed it to, it was 600 now it says anybody who has income totaling more than $10,000 in a year will have the uh, be opened up to IRS agents monitoring every single transaction That should be something, if nothing else in this soup bowl mess bothers you, that should get everybody spine-tingling mad to call their congressman and say, you pass this, you're fired.
2: Well, Also, it's it's not just that. It's the social scoring that's going to come with it. It's not just your bank account they're going to have information on. I I don't know whether you know, but Scotland has introduced vaccine passports, and it's already causing quite a big, because it started on Monday. They've now found out that the app that people are using to go into to nightclubs if they're young people using their vaccine passports has actually been sponsored by um, both Costa Coffee and also Amazon. So they're getting actual information on people's medical uh, uh, status for nothing. And that's illegal. We should not be able to sell medical status of any way, shape or form. And that's already an issue here. Now, when I look at your First, second, third, fourth amendments, all of those things are covered. I know that this is going to be when the mandates that you've, you the so-called mandates that are all all the states are now taking those mandates down. When these hundred and seventy thousand people arrive at your border on Thursday, mm-hmm. I've got a feeling that there's going to be some really, really, really tense moments this week in Congress and in the House because the American people are seeing tyranny with their very own eyes
0: Jay?
1: one they are yeah no i i mean so the first thing first things first right we are going to we are absolutely going to see um probably if if nothing else happens we're going to see a push to increase the number of irs agents um that's 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 like almost almost a certainty um and i think within the the reality is is that that becomes one of the biggest spending components of this whole piece of legislation um that that stays and stays and uh and the the, the reality is is that uh, that's how they reshape the country in the future right uh, they need the money in order to to, to reshape it uh, even if Republicans take over in twenty twenty two, that we're not going to fire all those people. It's not going to happen. Uh, we can we can pretend that we're that we're going to do it or we're going to run run that way. Um, but the reality is, um, we're gonna we're gonna sick those people on the American people, and uh, we're gonna try to get every penny that we possibly can. Shake them upside
0: down. Uh, all right, so- we're gonna shake. You want to get every penny you possibly can. If you're producing beef, then you need to get a hold of Lone Creek Cattle Company because Certified Piedmontese shares the proper percentage of the consumer's food dollar with the person who produced the cattle to produce the beef. Lone Creek Cattle Company, get more details about the Certified Piedmontese system and how it might be the right thing for you. We weaned our calves last week. We keep those calves for six weeks and then we'll be shipping those calves on to the next segment. We know that they all have the myostatin gene. We know they'll be tender and we know we're going to get paid properly. That's what it's about. More details at Lone Creek calico.com. Marlon Will is the man to talk to. We're back with more Roll Route after this. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Luce alongside two runaway mules. Jay Truett in the middle. Andrew Henderson. On the outside, coming around the bend. (laughs) So uh, I just want to follow up on that. It's clear, the current thought process, whether you're Democrat or Republican, it appears, that we're going to put more scrutiny into where every single dollar comes from and goes if you're an American citizen. But if you're coming illegally across the border, we're going to pave the way for you to get here. (laughs)
1: Katie, bar the door. Katie, bar the Yeah. I mean, just let them run. And I, I mean, it's we we've done nothing but that since um, since the day that that Mr. Biden took office, right? Uh, we it, and it's not like there was a big surprise. Uh, I don't think anybody's really shocked by the right. way it came about. Um, when you listen when you listen to the interviews with those people that are coming north at this point, it's obvious that they feel like they got personally invited. To the United States. Somehow or another, that message got to them. I don't know. Oh, I, think they, it I,
2: think it, I think it's true. I think they were. Yeah.
1: Basically, they I, did.
2: I, yeah. I, I actually think from what I'm hearing in Haiti, there was a, some sort of, uh, you know, rambling them up to make them come.
0: Uh, by the way, this is not new. Um, who was the former? He was a uh, in the Justice Department. He was from Alabama. Sessions, Jeff Sessions. When he was a yeah. senator during the Obama administration, he was the guy that actually found out the USDA was spending U.S. taxpayer dollars advertising in Mexico. Come to the U.S. We have taxpayer dollars that we want to give you in the name right. of WIC or whatever the case may be. We were spending millions of dollars advertising in Mexico to come up here and get free money.
2: Right. right. Look, look, uh, here's a question for you, Jay, because um, ju- they've just done the, uh, the equation here in the U.K., um, you've, you probably don't know this, but you don't allow, you're allow, we're allowing Americans into the coming up for the climate change thing next week in Glasgow. Three thousand people from all over the world won't be tested, won't have to have passports, won't have to quarantine in a country that has vaccine passports uh, that's Scotland. and when they arrive, all operations a serious opera, all sort of uh, sorry not serious all normal operations and appointments with doctors are being cancelled in this so-called pandemic and the question I've got for you is that they've done some arithmetic we are about to lose 100,000 100,000 health workers because our health secretary is talking the same sort of nonsense that your president's talking about mandatory vaccines and people losing their jobs so during a pandemic In a health service, the biggest employer in the whole country, 1.2 million people to start with 100,000 people will lose their jobs next month. Plus, anybody who doesn't take the booster, which in many countries has been banned, they will become unvaccinated in five months time as well. So they could lose their jobs. And you know that the cost of the the UK leaving, the, the initial cost of the UK, Leaving the European Union, our payoff that we had to pay the European Union was thirty, thirty-nine billion 39 billion pounds a year. Do you know how much they estimate that just these 100,000 jobs will lose the exchequer in terms of spending power in the first year? Well, it's oh. 19 billion pounds. Yeah. Now, if you think that four and a half million Americans have already worked, walked off their jobs because of the Biden mandates, and that's only the start of it. It's going to get worse and worse. You've got you've got the guy in New York who's uh, sacking everybody that he can look at that hasn't had a vaccine. And you look at all the damage that's happening to your economy. At what point are you going to go bust? Because we are. This isn't sustainable. Totally. Doesn't matter what you. It's totally unsustainable.
0: All right, Jay.
1: So there's a different. I'm going to take a slightly different angle to get to the same point. I think I spent some time working in uh, the in the past week with uh, uh, some entities that are government contractors that do uh, truly essential and unique work for the federal government. And they are uh, if Europe, if if you build buildings, for example, there's a ten thousand people who can build a building for the government. There are certain tasks though that the the government asks people to do that literally there may be only two or three entities in the entire world can actually accomplish them and in in specialty skill sets and this company is really struggling because they are put in a position now where um they have been mandated uh, that and and receive the mandate that they will lose their contract their contract is null and void unless all of their employees Um, can present a vaccination and prove that they were vaccinated and um, out of their all of their employees virtually all of them had been vaccinated but they have a half a dozen of which some of them are again absolutely critical Mm -hmm. to the to the public good and public interest the sad part of this is and this is my point i don't think i don't think every i believe everything you said is real andrew i don't think Anyone is in in the broad mass public is going to notice this until stuff
0: just stops working.
2: Well, it, it already so, is here. It, well, it already I, is here.
0: I just want to interject something, and then you can tell us about that, Andrew. I was sitting on a plane in Atlanta, ready to come home, and the pilot comes on and gives his very uh, welcoming little thank you for getting on the plane. Uh, I'm sorry to inform you. I almost jumped out of my seat and I'd already been threatened to never be allowed to fly Delta again I'll be, because I didn't properly have my mask on. Right. And the pilot comes on. And he said, welcomes us. And he says, unfortunately we have to tell you that uh, because of the white house, you have to wear a mask on this flight. We apologize for that. You know why I wanted to jump out of my seat and run up there and have a word with him. The white house had a press conference. The White House had a press conference and said uh, employers with more than 100 employees should mandate the vaccination. There's been no executive order. There's been no law, no legal action. There is nothing the White House has done that has forced companies to issue a mandate for their employees. But yet they're blaming the White House. The White House is a, a stack with a group of morons. We, that's not debatable. But what I'm telling you is the White House did not make Delta happen to be delta who's not requiring vaccines but they are requiring a mask the white house did not make delta do that
2: well first of all you're absolutely right because it's only the states apparently that can uh, after congress has given it gone through congress they can give a mandate a green light or not and even then it's not law it's a mandate Mm. it's not law but what's interesting about you saying about Delta, I looked more into that Delta thing, because I'm looking about when I come and see you, which is very unlikely now when I tell you what I'm about to tell you. But um, when I well, I was looking into coming over to America, and I found out that actually what the Delta guy did was, he, he's, been, he's been slowly getting rid of people who haven't got the double jab anyway, and over 95% of their staff are, quote, unquote, double vaccinated. So then he came out and said, well, it doesn't really matter because it is... We, we, we're already past the threshold that the government want us to be at. So at the end of the day, I don't think he's given any – he's actually doing doing the, the, the White House's bidding in Delta. He's just trying to get no, out I, of it.
0: I said I wasn't ever going to fly again. I'm only going to fly if I have to.
2: As I say, I believe there are going to be countries and companies that do the opposite, and they're the ones that are going to make all the money. And it's quite interesting. I, I'm touring with the idea of going to Mexico and hiring a car and just driving straight through the border. Don't need anything then. Just go in.
0: Well, there's a big caravan coming this week yeah. if you can get in it by just Thursday. Go to,
1: just go to Honduras <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you but, can get on a bus. You'll be here But, but you see,
2: so what they're asking you to do, when That's you actually look funny.
1: at how sh- That's not funny. <laughs> it is funny.
2: No, so, it isn't. Uh, I, <laughs> I mean, you I, I know what I, I have, have to do. do. Yeah, well, I've got to have, I, I, apparently I've got to be double jabbed. I've got to have a PCR test before I come, a PCR test when I get there. And, and I've got to be tested so many times, but I'm, I can't go if I'm not double. And yet, I've got a document which shows that I'm completely, well, free of COVID and I'm not going to get COVID. It's unbelievable, actually, when you think you, about you, it. You have
0: an antibodies yeah. evidence. That's what you have. Yeah,
2: and, well, proof of na-
0: natural antibodies.
2: But, sh- but surely, as well, if I've got natural antibodies and I then pass a PCR test, that's more than enough. Well, but it that, just shows you it's not. It's not about health, is it? It's not about health. It's something very sinister. It's definitely yeah. not about health, and that's it's why about I said
0: it. Transhuman, the word of the day.
2: Mm, yeah. Well, trans. You've certainly <laughs> got trans. Yeah. But so there you come, go. And, Jay, and 15 mean, seconds. No, per
1: the conversation that you had before, earlier today somebody made the comment that somehow or another humans were more important than pets. Well, we don't subsidize the abortion of pets. Um, and, and the truth is we do subsidize the abortion of humans. And so still inside the United States, this whole pet thing tripped the trigger. Uh, but yet um, <laughs> we kind of have, pretty have pretty to take a break.
0: No. And I have a feeling we will talk about pets and robotic pets. What? Robotic pets when we get back. I want to remind you that everything today points to better immune health. And I have said for 18 years, thanks to the wisdom of Dr. Nathan Bryan, not myself, that nitric oxide is a key component. It is it is it uh, 10 times higher at birth in mother's milk nitrate, ox, nitric oxide, than what is allowable by the FDA. What, what's going on with that? Do people understand? Nitric <laughs> oxide is important. <laughs> Nathan Bryan is making available to you in O2U.com. Put Trent in the coupon code. You pay no shipping and get a 10% discount in O2U.com. Trent in the coupon code. Back with the second half of roll route after this. Oh, well, that was 20 seconds too long. Sorry, <clears throat> That was no, that was all me. Not you back in three, two, one. Welcome back, Roll Route Trent Loose alongside Jay Truett. Andrew Henderson checking in from Glasgow, getting ready for the big climate change summit. That was an embellishment. Yeah, that's a great point, Jay. We subsidize, we encourage abortion of babies.
2: Well, actually, haven't you had some massive success in Texas with that? With that? With those? Uh, uh, people recently where you're fighting back and winning your argument in the u s. aren't you?
1: yeah, but i I mean still we still have we still literally have billions of dollars, uh, tens of billions of dollars a year that just flow into that like water. And if you were to propose uh, before mm-hmm. the United States Congress that we spend um, say a hundred billion dollars over the next ten years, to abort pets or to, to just eliminate pets, I don't care what format you frame the question in, mm. you would see people flock to Capitol Hill in numbers that would be un, uh, irresponsible. And and you and know, it's just... You know, I mean, it's a reality of what we have
2: been through. Yeah, but I, I think you... I'm going to argue with you two on this because you... You, you, you both assume that because people care about animals, they don't care the same about humans. And I, I think it's because nobody's pointing out what's actually happening to people. It's people. The best thing about the majority of people is they care about any form of cruelty to anybody or any living thing. And I, I that's the best of human nature. That's not the worst. And what concerns me is, um you know. I know that there are certain sports that people don't accept in the countryside uh, that have been done for years to keep the, the uh, for example, the, the foxes healthy, to keep the stags healthy, etc. And I know that the custodians of the country, through generations and generations, know what they're doing is right because it works and it also keeps the stock healthy. So there are certain things that are part of living now what i draw the line at though is when if you do cruelty when you didn't need to do cruelty that's the line i will would never allow anybody to cross and that's where i fear that some of this um research that's been going on in the name of future uh scientific exploration is outrageous and I would I do want it stopped the trouble is it tars everybody with the with the same brush that's the problem
1: okay actual cruelty all
0: right so I want to weigh in here before Jay comes yeah. in all right so in the last 40 years we would all agree that chronic disease in the human population has been a challenge chronic disease being diabetes cancer obesity would we all agree to that yeah yeah and what has been the largest looming health issue for the pets Of the, I can't speak to UK, I can speak to the United States. The same things. Obesity, diabetes, and cancer in dogs. Why? Because we do not treat a dog like a dog. We feed a dog a high carb diet thinking, and we put them on a vegetarian diet. We treat them like a kid and we baby them instead of letting them run around outside eating bovine fecal matter, which is what they really want to eat and be healthy. We have, as well, humans, I, because we don't understand the difference between a dog and a human being, we have created the same exact problems within the canine population and the feline population that we have in the human population because we don't understand the difference between the species.
1: Couldn't and, it, Jay, okay. Jay, and, I, and Jay,
0: I, and I, Jay, Jay's got, wanted to come in for, first. So yes, couldn't agree more, and I couldn't have said it better,
1: and I actually just add exactly this point. The point that I was going to make is, is that, and listen, uh, I have – we have two little dogs that run our house, right? I'm not trying to pretend like um, uh, I, I have a different opinion about it. They eat better than I do most of the time. Um, but the truth is – and my wife loves them more uh, most of the oh, time.
2: They, do they get but, apple pie for tea as well? Yeah. But anyway, uh, carry they on. Probably,
1: they probably had prime ribs. Uh, I just got the dessert, <laughs> right? But here's the, here's the reality. So what got overlooked in this whole story, right, was that everybody was fine as long as we were doing the testing on bats.
0: Yeah, exactly. But now all
1: of a sudden we can't do it on on uh, on uh, on dogs. And they go, oh, well, and we went through this whole discussion
0: That's a
2: good
1: point. Uh, over That's a good point. what to do with horses in the United States once. And it's because <clears throat> we elevate certain animals to, to human levels. And we have well, groups they, in this country that lobby the Congress every single day, and sometimes fairly effectively, to say that a rat is a pig, is a dog, is a boy. You have the same thing in the United Kingdom because I've met those lobbyists coming back and forth. And so – and all over Europe. It's a it's – a,
2: here's a the thing. Here's the thing. They don't – but here's the thing. They don't describe what they did to the bats and that it wouldn't have the same effect to the puppies. I give you that. But this this has been very, very exposed, very cleverly to show what he actually has done with the puppies. And coming back to what you've said about cruelty, about obesity, cancer and, um, uh, and diabetes having, being the same problems in our pets as they are in our in our children and, and in in the human race. And it is because people become very, very attached to the dogs and the cats. I get that. And it is. And you were right, Trent. It is a form of cruelty. I get that. But it's nothing like the form of cruelty that this guy's been involved in. And that's what I'm saying. I by the way, agree. I, I disagree. Well, well, that will. OK. We you can, you, you can don't just think agree it's true.
0: No, you don't think it's cruel to incrementally over a period of number of years mistreat the dog? I mean, it's not like you're beating it, but that's not always mistreatment. And another well, part of well, I, that, cause well, I spoke, well. I spoke to the Pet Food Institute in Alexandria, Virginia one year and I scolded them. I scolded my audience like I had never scolded again and probably never have done that again. Probably shouldn't have done it then. But you know, when it all started is when we pulled the horse meat out of the dog food. And we put in carb-based programs, which are not suitable for canines and felines. And every single pet food manufacturer in that audience came up to me and they said, we know you're right, but we had no choice because of the yuck factor. People don't want their dog eating horse meat. Well, you've got to educate them because they're killing their dogs because they're not feeding them correctly. And you You should feed them horse meat.
2: Well, first of all, I don't believe that the general public – my wife – who does look after our dog's weight extremely well, They're, none of them are fat, and they all eat dog meat. And what I'm saying to you is... Eat dog or, or meat? Horse meat. Horse meat. <laughs> or, or cow meat, because they get meat as part... They, they get oh, their really. proper diet. But what I, But what I was going to say to you is, I don't actually believe what you're saying is right there, because I don't believe it's the, it's the general public that have forced what's going into dog meat. I think it's the, it's the governments and the lobbyists that have forced that rubbish no. to go into those dog foods. No. Well...
0: No, well, you're wrong. Right. The, the worst. Okay, Jay, well, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Jay, Jay spoke to it. It's the reverence of the horse, and people yeah. don't want their dog eating a horse. Uh, the
1: worst. Well, okay. the worst I can't argue with it. Andrew, I will <laughs> just. Tell, I will tell you this. Um, I, and at the time that this happened, I was probably part of the most, one of the most effective lobbying teams in Washington D.C. and the worst whooping uh, I ever took. I mean, flat out got whipped was over the issue of how we were going to value animals compared to other things and it was over the horse slaughter issue was the driver but the argument that we lost was over what what, what the where a horse was in the chain
2: uh, but oh, i don't oh, have a i, I don't it. have a problem dis i i have already said you are describe, describing a form of cruelty i'm sure Trent you go up to every fat woman with fat children and tell them they're, they're being cruel cruel to themselves and cruel to their family because that's what we're talking about it's the same thing and those just, are the people that are probably you,
1: see, they're, you, they're the people
2: you, that you, have probably got the fat dogs as well oh they do because so My what dog i'm dog saying is down, the it's it, they, they're not Hold
0: doing – what,
1: you, you say jay I said, my dog is trimmed down since he's come to the country. and uh, he has-
2: <laughs> He's not getting the lobby sausages, is
1: he? My wife makes uh, ground beef and rice, most of them.
2: You know, i am got to say, there's cruelty in this cruelty. And I remember in the Jap- what the Japanese did to women in prisoners of war. They cut off their breasts, filled them with maggots, and put the breasts back on. That is what I call extreme cruelty. What? Anthony Fauci's been involved in is extreme cruelty. If you read what he's done, it's It's not overfeeding a dog over 10 years, which is cruelty, but it's not the same sort of cruelty. I agree. There is out and out Joseph Mengele horror shows. And then there's systemic cruelty because people aren't educated. Because what we're actually talking about is these people don't want to be cruel. They think they're doing the right thing. This guy is Knowingly being cruel. There's a complete difference. It's all about education. And so uh you know, you think you've won that argument, Trent. I suspect the listeners don't think you have. I suspect the listeners don't think you have.
0: Well, I, I see it play out every day and I, I see Stacy Bowman uh commenting and I just have to say that my first and really only serious lobbying effort. Well, I've been lobbying in the last five years in the state of Nebraska to fix the property tax problem. But the thing, I, the thing I spent the most time on with Frank Bowman from Illinois was to make sure that horses still had a viable place to go. Unwanted horses that are still going to Canada and Mexico at the same rate they were going to Illinois, De- uh, DeKalb, Illinois and two plants in Texas just because people could not understand it. And I shared this last night in my presentation, Jay, and we tend to have forgotten this, mm-hmm. but we lost that battle mainly because of a, a district court ruling out of Louisiana on the Texas law. There was a 1949 Texas law that said horse meat consumption is illegal. Right. You know, Well, first you, of all, well, no, no, no. I, I, agree that, but I agree with you on that
2: But I agree with you on all that. That's, you, you're right. That's nothing like the cruelty we're talking about at the
0: other side here. uh, No, I'm not talking about cruelty at the moment. I'm talking about providing a solution as opposed to cruelty. Oh, yeah. But why was there a 1949 Texas law banning the consumption of horse meat? Because when the G.I.s came home from World War II, they had developed a taste for horse meat. And who sponsored the law in Texas that ultimately banned the consumption of horse meat? Cattlemen. Cattlemen. Mm-hmm. And and who did I work with very aggressively in Texas in 2006 to 2008 when we're trying to set Bo Derrick straight? Who did I work with in Texas to try to fix Cattleman. this law? Cattlemen. We yeah. are our own worst enemy. By and we need to. We need to recognize that. All right, got to go to a break. Last night, tremendous meeting at uh, Nebraska College of Technical Agriculture. What a gym out in the middle of the, the sand hills of Nebraska. Not many people know about it. That's probably a good thing that I was there representing Protect the Harvest because Protect the Harvest continues to be in the trenches fighting for property rights and networking people to get the information needed to stand up against the bullies and the tyranny. Protecttheharvest.com continuing to do great work. We will take a break. And by the way, they were there standing alongside by side with me as well, as we're trying to keep the option of horse harvesting as a viable place for unwanted horses. We'll be back for the last segment. Roll right after this. Welcome back. <laughs> roll route, try and lose alongside J. Truett, Andrew Henderson. The vision of Andrew on an ass is now in our fresh in our minds. It did. Right. Well, a donkey. That, that
2: vision would that, guess... that vision would be Andrew on his ass. I'll tell you that now. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you know, because I'm a, as, as you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not a small man. So I I went. I've only been on a horse about four times in my life, but um, I went to to Dartmouth with my wife and a group of friends, and then. Um, We all uh, looked at the, the, we all decided we were going to go on a horse, uh, a horse day. And so uh, we all went there and they all looked around pointing at different horses. And then the woman looked at me and she said, Oh, um, I think we've got Stan for you. The horse's name is Stan. Yeah. Right. I knew
0: exactly where you were going with that one. <laughs> and,
2: and, and, and Stan, the thing was, I got one hell of a view of Dartmouth because he was a Shire horse. No. He was absolutely oh, enormous. Yeah. He was absolutely enormous. And actually, I didn't feel cruel because I thought, well, he can take my weight. In fact, yeah. he can take two of me. Yeah. And so yeah. me and Stan got on really, really well. And the other thing was he took a rather a nice fancy to a very nice uh, – Philly, and uh, and the, there was also a very nice Philly on top of the sta- uh, on top of this Philly. So it was a very enjoyable couple of couple wow. of hours. I tell you, I really enjoyed myself.
0: Are well, you telling me that a gelding took notice of a mare? Is that what you're trying to tell me?
2: Uh, he wasn't a gelding. Stan was entire. Really? Yeah, because uh, he, he was used for breeding. He was used uh, for breeding. She explained it to me.
0: Uh, I'm shocked so, that they would let still- you ride him with, particularly with mares in season around.
2: well well, he did get rather excited he did get rather excited but he was he was as he should as
0: he should don't take that away from him
2: (laughs) anyway anyway so a horse is a horse and he was he could talk to me as well as you know carry on
0: he was a transhuman horse
1: really i don't know where to go yeah
0: i mean i'm just gonna go with john Boland on that one because john bolan was the featured guest (laughs) on yesterday's trent on the loose it was on beck television you can go oh. watch that on my Facebook page. Yeah.
2: Oh, well, who's John Boland when he's at home?
0: Who's John Boland when he's at home? Same person he is when he's on the road.
2: Yep. He is. Yeah. What's he famous for?
0: John Boland was a, is a retired law enforcement officer who who liked animals, so he went to work for the Dark Side. He worked for an animal rights organization for three years. Figured out that they were a fraud, manipulating people for their money because of their emotions for pets. And now he is setting the record straight and telling people that they're really about money, not about care of the animals.
1: And he really is. I, I would say this, you know, I, I mean, you listen to people that have seen the light and, and switch themselves in issues every once in a while. And sometimes you just wonder whether, um, they're trying to get even with the old, with, with their old allies. But, um, when you listen to John talk his way through, through that, he truly is one of the people that, um, you can tell um, he saw the light, right? Mm-hmm. And it it's well, truly is interesting to listen to him. He's a really passionate speaker, does a great job, uh, very interesting. Well, that, people, people should friend him, get to know him, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Just don't travel well, with I, him.
2: I'm, cer- I'm certainly going to listen to that because I, I can see yeah. where he must be coming from, and it, it's it's obvious that that's where it all ends up because it's all about money, isn't it, sadly? Um, but uh, just, can we talk to, about this transhuman? Trans just, just to clarify
0: human. that, and then you can talk about transhumans. Uh, in that Trent on the Loose segment, John identifies that HSUS typically has an annual income from fleecing the public at 150 million a year, and the organization that he was a part of. ASPCA annual income of $250 million a year. $400 wow. million dollars in two organizations that do nothing for the benefit of animals. So that's the theme wow. of the discussion Trent I'm on the loose with John Bowen.
2: Well, wow. Trent, you, you mentioned to me earlier, and obviously Jay will have his say on this, about my understanding of the huge increase in interest in transhumanism is because... It's becoming evident that there may well be a change happening to people's DNA as a result of the jabs, Mm -hmm. which then in time may allow people to, quote unquote, control people's minds easier, which then may allow them to use uh, electronic equipment and various other stuff to, to actually bring that equipment into a living person. And that way they can control you to work, do everything, do their bidding, uh, and these are the people that are what we call the globalists, the World Economic Forum Davos people. Is that your understanding? Because that's my understanding of what this well, transhumanism may well morph into. Um,
0: that, that's one component of transhuman, transhumanism. There's many right. components, but yes that's clearly one of them there there there's a race and Jay I want you to comment on this but there's a race to get artificial intelligence as something superhuman and I don't understand why well I do understand why it's clearly not based with the Christian values so that, right. that that's no, at the sl- end of the day what it it's It's a
2: form of slavery it's a form of yeah. slavery actually well, all right, right, Jay. They, you know? it's not
1: it's not it's not a new thing right um, this goes all the way back to ancient babylon when they were trying to figure out how to how to do that there's some there are some some really bizarre religious um uh sects that still think that that's the penultimate thing right is for humans to to be able to take the best of different species and put them together but that's under the belief system that humans are the highest power uh, in the universe and that, that we're at the top of the food chain. I don't happen to share those beliefs. And so, uh, I believe there is a higher being. But with that said, I, I mean, the, so we took, we took something that was started off to, to have good intent, right? Where we were going to help soldiers that lost a limb, um, mm-hmm. by trying to figure out how to make a really smart robotic arm or ro- robotic leg or whatever it may happen to be and and of course as mankind tends to do we we start perverting that we also thought that well if somebody had lost their memory maybe we can implant a chip you know that would help them fix those memory issues etc well it's just um, i mean you just look at what's happened with technology and and our social media alone and how people uh people were manipulated for for maybe the last decade or so Uh, over a multitude of really important stories and how to think and feel. And, and it, and it just tells you, I'm not one of those people. I don't run afraid of it, but I, I think you have to, we have to have our eyes wide open this time and, and not misunderstand what's going on. I would hate to think that one of my former comrades in arms that had lost a limb couldn't have the most, uh, the most Capable attachment at his on his body, you know, that would make his life the fullest that it could possibly be uh, from that point forward. Um, but, but by the same token, do I think I want to turn it over to Mark Zuckerberg? I think we figured that out. I certainly don't trust the government to do it. And, um, we found that out from Beagles being silenced while they were being tested, right? I mean, we, we understand how this works now.
2: You're right. You're totally right. So there needs to be some form of, um, I suppose, legislation after all this goes through that protects what you've just described, but also outlaws any work in nefarious regions of this. Because if it's about um, in any way, shape or form controlling an individual, that should be outlawed, shouldn't it? But where it's to help. Somebody rehabilitate themselves. That's a different. Now that can't be in the brain because I can't see how you could rehabilitate a brain if it's been damaged. That's that's now beyond mm. science, in my opinion. But mm. a limb,
0: Doctor Fogarty a, would know. disagree with you because he yeah. has shown right? that uh, you you take oxygen through hyperbaric chambers and just force oxygen in the mitochondria, you can reverse brain damage.
2: Yeah, but that's but not that, but that's, that's, not, a that's not a mechanical. That's not a mechanical
0: thing. I agree. But I, well, here's what I don't understand. Why is the, is it that people with the wherewithal feel that they need to put a chip inside of individuals to control them? They've oh. proven that all they have to do is scare them and they'll lock and step with jackboots on ready to go with no chip. So well, what, I don't understand the purpose of the chip.
2: Well, Jen Psaki has let, the, let it slip that everybody that's had the jab is now marked. That's how she described it. I, I, describe I, saw,
0: the, I, I mark. saw that. The marked and, people. Uh, uh,
2: marked people. And, I, and I, as I say, I'm... with. I think Jay are, is are you right. not going to go question.
0: to your little Trump speech you were going to give and now you've taken you're afraid to or what?
2: Well, Trump. No, uh, Donald Trump did a did a very good thing because he made it illegal. No, just he did not. He do a very,
0: no, he did not do a very good thing. I was involved with trying to keep that from happening. And I know the entire history of that happening, Andrew. It happened because his daughter in law, Laura Bush, is an animal rights zealot that is part of the problem. She got a victory in Florida. Uh, with shutting down the Greyhound racing, which is not cruel in any way, shape, or form. So then she took it upon herself to take her, see how far she could push it. Three people I personally was in communication with talked to Trump himself about this law. And he said, I've got to give Laura this one project and then she'll be, leave me alone. It was not about anything to do with Fauci function gain, or anything. It was all caving to an animal rights zealot that lives in his own family. Right. That one okay. irritates me to no end.
2: Amen. Well, if, 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 even if it was all done for the wrong reasons, sometimes something that was done for the wrong reasons ends up being something that can be used to take out. We, we, we already ter- have, no, we,
0: Andrew, we already have laws on the books that say animal yeah. cruelty is wrong. It did nothing, okay. it did absolutely nothing all new. Right. Right. It's already I illegal am- to mistreat an animal you in got humanely me. You got me. in every state. I'm-
2: you got me. Okay, so you got me. I'm wrong about that. I can see in okay, both of your requests.
0: I'm not throwing my angst at you. I'm throwing it at all of these people that absolutely just the, – the, Trump followers, which I've been a supporter from day – not day one, from the time he ran against Hillary Clinton, have turned into this cult. He yeah. is not the solution. We're all no. part of the solution, no, 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 and we have I to agree. step back and re- recognize that. But now we try to I, find also, anything he did re- as the ultimate, as where no, we no, no. need to be.
2: Well, I, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying. And, but that, that's the other thing that you need to understand, that he's never going to get everything that you want done either because he's not going to get everything right. He's a human right. being. Yeah, Correct. So he isn't going to do everything that you want. But what we're looking for is to employ people that make decisions. And by the way, you've just described that he's made a decision for the wrong reason but you want people who are your elected representatives for not too long so that they don't have too much power like your congressmen and our house of lords for not too long but you want them to make decisions that are right for the human race that's what you want as your elected politicians and i i think that in general that's what he he is trying to do in general
0: 30 seconds left
2: jay truitt you you got to close us out
1: yeah, the 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 answer to this is not government, and we need to. And the reason that the reason that I love Donald Trump was that outside of a few things, um, the the he he realized that the people of the country mattered more than what the government's will did, and he was trying to figure out how to actually turn it back over to businesses, people, uh, the rest of it. And he understood that government can't be the item that we worship day in and day out. It can't be the center and focus of everything. They're going to screw it up.
0: That'll do it. We've journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America. All three of us remind you that all roads do lead to a rural route.